0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five movies of 2021. Uh, A lot of great movies came out this year. I tried my best to see all of the movies that are going to be on people's top ten lists. You know, that's the worst part about movies. And making a top list, top 10 list for the year is the fact that so many of the great movies come out late in the year and have like weird release schedules. And because of the pandemic, I haven't been to a movie theater since Onward came out. So it's been a couple of years. Uh, and because of that, there are movies that I did not get to see. However, these are movies that I completely enjoyed. Uh, and, uh, you know, they they mean a lot to me. And I, I feel confident in in making these my personal top five movies um so let's get into it shall we starting off with number five this is a movie that came out early in the year this came out in january 22nd of 2021 it was a netflix original film and that movie is entitled the white tiger this is a mo- I reviewed. This movie when it came out early in the year, it, I had a feeling it might be my on my top list. It is a movie that follows this kid. Uh, first off, it's it's uh, written and directed by Ramin Barani. Uh, great, you know, visually great. The story is amazing. It's about this kid who's poor growing up in India, uh, and he's trying to break free from his his uh, the caste system that's there. Uh, where it's like s- the haves and the have nots is a clean, apparently a clean divide in in India where it's very difficult to rise above uh, the poverty that you're born into. Um, and it's about this kid who ends up becoming a driver for a rich family, and there's a event there's an event that happens uh, that leads him to kind of being able to get leverage into things to move up. And it's a great ride, a great story. The main character is, is like, just so lovable and fun to, like, you want to root for him. Uh, but, yeah, just an amazing ride, a great story about his rise to success. And a rise and, and like, finding success without necessarily, you know, it's not like a, a, a story like um, Scarface or... Um, What was that one with Leonardo DiCaprio where he's like the sales guy? He's like he's he's a main character that finds success. That's not a horrible person. Let's put it that way. Um, Oh, the uh, oh, I just had it. Just had it. It was right there. Uh, But anyway, White Tiger. Highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. I should probably rewatch it since it's been. I mean, at at this point, it's almost been a year exactly since it came out. Uh, But it's a great movie. Uh, just, a a, a fun, a fun ride, a great, like just, just epic kind of, uh, I mean, epic can be, can be maybe a little bit too big of a word, but, uh, uh, just, uh, an, an amazing movie. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, and that's why it's on my list. That's why it's number five. Uh, you know, it's a lot of the times it's hard for those movies that come out earlier in the year to make people's top. They're easily forgotten easily forgotten and i wanted to make sure this one got on my list uh so check it out it is called the white tiger currently it's a netflix original so check it out on netflix moving on to my number four favorite film of the year this is a film that i reviewed very recently uh i saw it a few weeks ago about a month ago uh it is from one of my favorite directors which I want to do a top five of his movies in general. But that movie, coming in at number four, is a movie that steps out of his comfort zone. It steps out of his vibe almost completely. And that movie is the... Uh, it's, uh, number four is uh, Last Night in Soho, written and directed by Edgar Wright, the man that brought us Hot Fuzz, and uh, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Baby Driver, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, very much a comedic director, uh, stepped away from comedy a bit with Baby Driver, more of a heist, action-y movie, uh, and now jumping into horror, more of a horror, suspense, thriller, kind of supernatural type of a movie in Last Night in Soho. Uh, it's an amazing movie that I feel really communicates the, the, the difference between the romantic ideals Of becoming an artist following your passion versus the reality of the struggle the reality of what it takes to make it big in in any of the arts um but also told in a very supernaturally horror type of a movie great great acting uh obviously great directing uh thomason mckenzie is the lead does a great performance anya taylor joy is also a big part of this movie great performance from her as always uh so you know it's a movie that feels so much different than all other edgar wright movies but really really shows you like how good of an artist edgar wright is like his ability to completely step out of the the genre that he was he was working in before. And I think this is also one of the few scripts that he didn't write with uh Simon Pegg, where Simon Pegg, I could see, adding a lot more of that that lighthearted comedy uh that you see in a lot of the other Edgar Wright movies. Um this one is is very much like a, a psychological horror thriller type of a movie. And I really enjoyed it. It surprised me. It's it's got some amazing practical effects. It's got some amazing uh, you know, some gr- great use of CG, uh, but also just great storytelling, in my opinion. Uh, great characters, interesting story. But like the the overall theme of like having your dreams shattered by reality and seeing the the true struggle, but told in this kind of allegorical kind of a, a horror type of a film. Really enjoyed it. Coming in at number four, my fourth favorite movie of 2021 is last night in Soho. The Many Faces is an ongoing, abstract ink portrait series that I started many years ago. I release a new face every day. But go to inspireddisorder.com to check them out. So many available. But as a listener to The Ray Taylor Show, you can save 10% when you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out So go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF that stands for the many faces. Go check them out. Browse the entire collection. And when you decide on a piece or maybe multiple pieces, make sure you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out and you'll save 10% as a big thank you for checking out my work for collecting my work and for listening to The Ray Taylor Show. And with that said let's get back to the show. Now, the next movie, my third favorite movie of 2021, is a movie I had never even heard of. It's just a movie. I, on my birthday, I felt like, okay, I'm going to, because I know the end of the year's coming up. I know I'm going to be doing this show, where I'm going to be doing my top five movies of 2021. So let me check out and see if I can track down some of these movies that are on other people's kind of anticipated best of lists. And there's this movie called Belfast which happened to be available on Video On Demand. And I decided to check it out. You know, it's got this cover of black and white cover of this kid kind of with his a trash can lid and a little makeshift sword doing a flying knee through the sky and, you know, his family below. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like a fun, fun kind of a thing. It is written and directed by Kenneth Branagh, which I got to say, this movie gorgeous it's primarily in black and white aside from uh when the the characters go to watch uh either a movie or play there's a few moments in the the movie where they go they go watch chitty chitty bang bang in the theater and they're going to watch some some i think like some shakespeare play and in those moments the the things that's on screen and things that are on the stage those are in color and i think that's that really expresses the i would imagine the director kenneth brana's like i mean the story feels very personal but it it's, it feels like the, it really makes those moments stand out as like oh you're looking like you're looking at magic because this this movie takes place in belfast in, ni- in the 1960s where apparently there's uh some like civil unrest between the protestants and the catholics and there's this scene where the kids are all out playing on their street you know their little street all the neighborhood kids are playing um and and like a riot breaks out and and shit goes crazy and they end up having to barricade the street because there's this like big threat that you know they're going to be attacked again and it's you know this you know, this this big thing of like, uh, I don't know, are they Protestant? Are they Catholic? Like kids don't really care and don't really know. So they're part of it is like these kids being dragged into adult politics and a bu- adult like bullshit. But it follows this kid, this young boy and his family kind of shows his life living on this street, living in Ireland or in, in yeah Belfast, Ireland and uh, in the 1960s. And it's like like i said black and white majority of it gorgeous compositions gorgeous cinematography like one of the best the best visually the best film i mean aside from maybe the green the green night which has amazing visuals as well but amazing visually like it almost felt like roma if you saw roma roma looked amazing but roma very you know dramatic similarly to a lot of aspects of Belfast but the thing with Belfast is there's a lot of comedy there's a lot of like like childhood like just joy that's in this thing despite the fact that like there's like atrocities going on in society the adult bullshit that is surrounding this kid uh, but it's just about this kid just trying to grow up trying to understand the world tr- trying to also you know like get a girlfriend trying to like you know kind of be friends with this girl that he loves in school like it's you know that little love story it's got like his the story with his grandparents and how they're a part of his life his dad like goes like travels for work so he's barely around and because of that it adds extra pressure they're in debt like it's 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 an amazing like heartfelt like there is so much heart in this movie that is like this that, that any other movie that that has this that's beautifully shot like this that that's set in this like tumultuous time could easily just get drowned in the dramatic aspects of that the the kind of sorrow that exists but because it's following this kid it has like this amazing heart and this like just just the, these comic these comical things that are happening there's this thing where they like he ends up being part of a of of like looting. Like they're going to loot this store. And he's like being drugged in there by an older kid. It's like this is you're in it. You're part of this gang now. He's like, I didn't know that the gangs did this. And it's like, you gotta you gotta take something. And he just takes like like laundry detergent because he doesn't know. Like he's just like, I gotta take some I'm in the store. We're looting. We're doing this thing. And it's like and then he shows up at home and it's like his mom is furious. Because she knows what he just did. And it's like the look on his face is like you just rip that look out of his. Like just this like innocent like oh no I just did something bad. Like I didn't realize the thing I just did was so bad. And and it's like it's got so many of those little moments where it's just like this childhood innocence. That's trying to just exist in this time where he's surrounded by this adult bullshit. Such a great movie. It's just like had no idea about it. I still haven't heard anybody say anything about it. I don't know how many people have watched it, but it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous and the fact that it had that heart to it is is great. And it's also on some level it's about letting go. It's about moving on. It's about it's about like the letting go of like home and having to leave your home because it's no longer the same place it used to be. And the people there are not the same people they used to be. And it's like, and it, it, it has that kind of deeper meaning to it as well. So I loved it. Belfast, it surprised me. It was one of my favorite things. I think I watched that and uh last night in Soho on my birthday. And it was just like, you want to talk about some like one, two punches of like amazing films. So yeah, number three, Belfast. Check it out. I don't know where it is. I don't know. I think you can rent it right now still. Uh so my number two film, my second favorite film of 2021, is a film that just came out. It's a film that is uh, really divided people. I've yet to hear any reviews on this movie. Uh, I'm sure I will tomorrow or the next day. I'll, all those podcasts will start coming out. Uh, but it is a satire. It is a it is a comedy. But it is it is a comedy that is so like on the mark it feels like a documentary it feels like it could have been a documentary in an alternate universe uh that existed in the past like mean like three years ago right and that movie coming in at number two is the film don't look up written and directed by adam mckay which i am i'm a fan of his early movies when he started doing more political films like vice or uh what was the other one he did he did vice and he did another like one that was based on uh oh the big the big short the one that was based on the the uh banking crisis um i tried to watch both of those not into it this one because it's like an alternate kind of reality i could it, it fit like a glove uh, i reviewed it last week i i feel like if you were to take armageddon and idiocracy and put those together and then base it more in a realistic world of what, was, what it was like during the Trump administration. Like, if you take all those aspects and you threw them in a blender and you hit blend, like, that is what you would get with Don't Look Up. You have great performance by Leonardo DiCaprio, somebody who is, like, personally... Uh, passionate about the climate change and what's happening to our world this movie is very much about climate change similarly could have been uh, s- like related to how um, the Trump administration handled the pandemic just kind of ignoring it like oh, if, if or like the only way to get the numbers down is if we stop testing like that is so much of what this movie is trying to say the president Meryl Streep uh, is basically a Trump surrogate. She's very much Trump. Her, her son is, uh, you know, the nepotism is there. You got the Donald Jr., the Trump Jr. Uh, in, in, you know, the, the whole... Po- it's very much like the Trump administration. Like, what if an asteroid was going to hit Earth, like exterminating humanity in six months during the Trump administration, Right, And Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence uh, play scientists that are trying to convince people that we are going to die in six months if we don't do something. And nobody wants to listen. Like every time they're going into a meeting, they keep asking the person, the secretary or Trump Jr. or whoever it is, do they know what we're here for? Because they know the severity of what they're there for. They know that there's an asteroid that's going to end humanity If they don't do something, but they're more concerned with other things. They're more concerned with, you know, the relationship of a superstar or they're more concerned with uh, a tech company being able to harvest the minerals from a thing uh, instead of stopping a thing based on theoretical like models that they did instead of peer reviewed science. Uh, which is very similar in a lot of ways to how Joe Rogan handles science and pushes misinformation with that, where he has like these quote unquote doctors on that have like these quote unquote models that they've that they've run uh, that that show this this thing that is the perfect explanation for anybody that doesn't want to get vaccinated uh, versus actual peer-reviewed science. Uh, they're doing these computer models. Um, a great great movie a great movie uh about how we're just going to kill ourselves like like nothing's going to happen people with money giant corporations people the greed of humanity is going to lead to the complete extinction of humans like climate change nothing is happening very little like snails pace stuff Like it's ridiculous how similarly and because of that, because it's kind of this analog for climate change and Leonardo DiCaprio as a human being is very passionate about climate change and trying to help reverse things and trying to help humanity survive. You get this performance from him, these moments, these performances from him where it's just like like he he is giving every ounce of himself to try and convince people to to take it seriously there's also a great scene where he's having a panic attack in a bathroom which you know reminiscent of once upon a time in hollywood great performance from him and then you also have jennifer lawrence that's just like just wants to get fucked up she just like she she can see that nobody is giving a shit and she, she doesn't have the patience that, that Leo's character has. They're both science. She was the one that, that discovered it. It's also being named after her, which isn't necessarily a good thing. Uh, but I loved it. I thought it was a great, great comedy. A great, like, just really highlighting how the things that, that humanity values and how just completely ridiculous it is. So, yeah. Number two... My second favorite film of 2021, very recent release, and a movie that I did, like. I was interested in, never thought, never thought. You know, never thought I'd be super into an Adam McKay movie uh, again. Especially, this is probably my favorite Adam McKay movie. Uh, don't Look Up. Coming in at number two. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts, and deals, You get access to the Ray Taylor Show, completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art ask me anything and so many more things are being added every day to inspire disorder plus so sign up today become a member head on over to inspired and become an inspired disorder plus member today my number one favorite film i'm breaking the rules with this one because not technically a film And I, it, it's been on the list, off the list, on the off the list, off. The, off the, I have gone back and forth. But is the f- my favorite thing that I've watched this year? I've watched it probably, like at least once a month. I've watched it at least ten, ten to twenty times. I've seen this. This I think an hour and a half, maybe an an hour. How long is it? What's the runtime on this? Hour and a half, one hour and twenty seven minutes. It is a thing that has touched me personally, emotionally, artistically, more than anything. And because of that, I had to put it on the list, despite the fact it's not technically a narrative film. But it is my favorite piece of art that exists that is around 90 minutes. It checks off a lot of boxes. As far as that goes, runtime, 90 minutes. I mean, there is kind of a a through-line narrative, kind of. But it's my favorite piece of art, and this is the list I want it to be on. So my number one favorite movie of 2021 is Inside. Technically a comedy special. It is filmed, directed, edited, completely created from top to bottom by Bo Burnham, who is one of my favorite artists, period. Any art form, Bo Burnham is amazing. Obviously, it's got some great songs. He's well known for creating these funny songs. That is primarily his comedy is is through that. He's also an amazing director in his own right, Eighth Grade was amazing. I think it's called Eighth Grade, right? Um, great actor. He's been in a few... Th- like, he's, he's great. Inside, I've literally watched so many times. And it's because it makes me feel so good. It also, like... It points out a lot of the same... Th- it points out so much of the ridiculousness that we, we live with on a day-to-day basis in our culture. Just how just absolutely ridiculous everything is. Um, but yeah, I've watched it so many times. I love it so much. The music's great. The messaging is great. The fact that he did everything DIY, I mean, it's a pandemic thing. So it's him locked in a room, his like little studio space, which is in a lot of ways, similar to the studio space I live in where he's trying to do this thing and trying to make this thing. But you know, there's no real deadline. There's no real understanding of what direction he's going in or, when it's going to be done. It's great. It is, in a lot of ways, in, in, a, in a, in like a linear storytelling way, it's about an artist creating art. Creating a piece of art, a performance piece, recorded and performed and, and created over, over a year long. I, I don't remember how long it took him to, to create it. But, it is my favorite piece of art that's come out last year. one of my favorite pieces of art that's come out period uh it's on Netflix easily accessible and it's amazing um I don't know what else I can say about it necessarily uh the it just it it the creativity blows me away the 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 ability his ability to create funny songs that have messages and are trying to say things that are so important yet also be so funny and so catchy like those like anybody would be would be thankful to nail one of those aspects but he's able to do things on multiple levels and i appreciate that i appreciate i love the diy nature of it it is like what i have done with podcasting for a decade plus like his ability to create this amazing piece of art all on his own with very like with all like products that you can just order online and get shipped to you like the the barrier of entry for anybody to do this is is non-existent. I mean, the the budget would be uh, like so low. But the the experience that he's gained from having you know been doing DIY comedy be, by doing this stuff his whole life, that experience has has led him has 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 lent him the knowledge to to be able to produce this thing. And it's a thing that came from a t- after a time where he thought he would never be doing comedy again. And then he's he's like, okay, I'm going to go back on stage. He was getting panic attacks, going on stage, and he stopped doing comedy. And just as he decides he's going to go back into comedy, that's when the pandemic hit. So despite wanting to leave and go back on stage and go back into the world, the world forced him back inside. And because of that pressure, it created a diamond, and it's beautiful And I highly recommend everybody check it out. It's called Inside. It's on Netflix. I've watched it a million times. I'll watch it a million more. It is my favorite thing that came out in 2021. You can yell at me for it not being an actual movie, but forgive me. I'm going to go through a huge list of honorable mentions of great movies that I really enjoyed this year. But that this is my top five list of 2021. I'm very proud of it. Number five is The White Tiger. Number four is Last Night in Soho. Number three is Belfast. Number two is Don't Look Up. And number one is Inside. Now, my honorable mentions, there are a lot. And I went back and forth. I have rearranged. I Like, literally last night, I was rearranging my top five list. Uh, gunpowder milkshake was an amazing action film nobody another great action film uh, forever purge was uh, like was like like it, we're almost there <laughs> like it's the forever purge is almost our reality uh, Kate is another action movie that had a lot of like diehard vibes uh, but female similar to gunpowder milkshake uh, female led action film uh, wish dragon great animated kids film that it's, it's similar in a lot of ways to Aladdin but, and, and has those like kind of Aladdin references. But it's a modern-day take on it uh, w- where you know a kid it has a wish dragon in modern-day China. and uh, So it's kind of a fish-out-of-water story. I loved it. It's way better than the, the live-action reboot of Aladdin, which was just garbage. Um, so Wish Dragon was amazing. Uh, no Sudden Move I really enjoyed as well. Uh, except for some of the fisheye stuff, was a little bit too much. Dune was amazing. It was just a part one, so I I didn't feel comfortable putting it on the list. Um, Bad Trip, hilarious, kind of a like a prank prank show mixed with narrative. Uh, loved Bad Trip. It was a lot of fun. Obviously, the Suicide Squad blew me. It surprised me so much. I am not a fan of DC. Hated the first Suicide Squad, but this remake was amazing. I loved it so much. Uh, Matrix Resurrections I really enjoyed, and I don't care how much people hate it. I really liked it, um, but didn't make my list. Uh, and, yeah, that's that's it. That's, uh, that's my top five. Oh, Malcolm and Marie uh, was also another one that almost made my list. A beautiful film, a two-hander. Uh, it's got... Um, uh Zendaya and uh John David Washington I think is his name I think so it's just them great movie about relationships about trying to become uh, an artist trying to you know dealing with the ego of art dealing with trying to be humble the dealing with like just the excitement of fight finally getting notoriety I really did enjoy uh, Malcolm and Marie, and it really almost made my list. It was it was uh, on and off. So many of these movies I shuffled around, and and uh, but I'm happy with my list. So let me do my list. Those are my honor- honorable mentions. My number five favorite film of 2021 is The White Tiger. My number four favorite film of 2021 is Last Night in Soho. Number three, Belfast. Number two, Don't Look Up. And number one is Inside. Let me know what your favorite movies of 2021 are in the comments what should i watch i need to watch some stuff i know there's plenty of stuff that i'll watch in the next month or two and be like oh that would easily been on my number one uh or my number five list uh my top five list but uh you know that's that's just that's just the movie industry they're not they don't release movies for people like me they release them for the academy and uh that's just disgusting uh but anyway that's my top five list. Let me know what your favorite films of 2021 are. Please, I love movie recommendations. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Oh!